It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. Welcome to the Rendezvous. The accent is French uh, and uh, we talk love. I got a message, actually a voicemail, an anonymous voicemail from a gentleman who seriously asked me if it was possible in a relationship or a partnership to have too much ooh-la-la, la, which I thought was a funny question. And my answer is this. If both of you are on the same page, it's never too much. But it takes both of you to be as much as into the ooh-la-la. La. You can impose your rhythm on your partner. They both have to want it the same. It's like everything else. It takes two to tango. Well, it takes two to ooh-la-la la like that. So that's my answer. Both of you have to want the ooh-la-la as much or as little, and then it's all good. You call the next. Bonjour, Kelly. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Uh, what's going on? How can I help you tonight? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> um, I am successfully building a very deep friendship with a, a new guy, and I'm beginning to develop feelings of attraction. Mm -hmm. um, similarly, as I listen to your show a lot, he seems to be showing the signs that you mentioned as well. Um, you know, body language and everything, and he's becoming mm -hmm. more and more interested in me. However, mm -hmm. lately, when we're one-on-one, -on -one, he makes less eye contact and stares just directly at the floor as he speaks. I'm just getting to know him in person, but this is new, you know, and I don't know, is this normal? Is he blocking my subtle signs, or does he have a crush? Does he have a crush on me, or is he trying to turn me down, you know? <laughs> right, so... So, first of all, how does that make you feel when he does that? Confused. Confused. Because it's almost like a little boy blushing looking at the floor. So, actually, I'm embarrassed because I'm so open and, and friendly like I always am. I'm not really sending him uh, obvious signals. So, then I get embarrassed and confused. Maybe he doesn't like me back. That's how I okay. feel. <laughs> okay. I'm blushing. Oh. <laughs> That's all right. So, listen... Um, there is one way to break all that is uh, next time you have coffee with him at dinner, just mm -hmm. put your hand on his hand and see his reaction. This is a movement that is the first romantic movement. It's, you know, you touch somebody's hand for a little, you caress his hand just softly. And if, he, if he reacts positively, you know it's going well. If he takes his hand away, it's not going to... So you go for the hand, what I call the hand test. And it's this, this very subtle, soft touch from one hand to the other and you just caress his hand and you look at him. And if he blushes and all this, if he's really into you and maybe he's shy, if he moves his, way, his, his hand away, he, you have no chance. But at least you know. Oh, my God. Brilliant. Oh, my gosh. So we're going to oh, take it you. to the next level from body language. Thank you so much. I'm going to try this out. Wish me luck. <laughs> Best of luck. Thank you so much, Kelly, for calling and have a good night. Oh, thanks for having me on the show. You too. No problem. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. So... If you feel you're like in a friend zone or if you feel like you're in a friend situation but you want to go to the next level, what should you do? Let's talk about that next. Say you start to like somebody just like Kelly, my last caller said, you know, she liked that boy and, and he's being a bit shy. I, it, what can you do really? Either you're in a friend zone or you really like this boy or this girl or this person and then you, you, um, you don't know if they like you back and you, how do you break the ice? And I want to emphasize on this because touching somebody else's hand can be done 
very briefly, too briefly, it means nothing. Um, who doesn't do that sometimes? Or, and I think most of us know what it feels like, somebody puts their warm hand on yours a little too long, looking at you, and you know you have a ticket, meaning in French, you have a chance with that person to go out with them. It's like, I don't have to go for the kiss, I go for the hand. So I have a story for that, so stay with me, because I have a cute story of how I learn that touching somebody else's hand a little too long would mean I really like you. Next. So, personally, I've learned when I was 13 or 14 or 15, I was very shy, but I was in love with that girl in my class, Christabel, back in Paris. So I fell in love with Christabel, a little brunette, cute, from uh, my class, very smart, and she was as shy as me. We never kissed, never thing. And then I asked my older cousin, Nicholas, what can you do if you really like a girl, but you don't know, first of all, you don't know how to kiss, and you don't even know how, when, and he gave me that advice. He said, before you kiss anybody, reach out to their hand and caress their hand for more than five, six, ten seconds, softly. If they take their hand away, you have no chance. If she caresses your hand back or hold your hand, well, that's a sign that makes no problem for you later on to start to maybe go for a kiss. And I have applied this strategy ever since. That's a long time. So uh, if you don't know what to do, reach out for somebody's hand, just 10, 15 seconds, and watch what they do. You don't have to go for the kiss. That's my advice. You call the next. Bonjour, Désiré. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Désiré. What's up? How can I help you? All right. I don't know what I should do. My boyfriend is a germaphobe, and he won't have ooh-la-la with me unless I shower three times a day. Um, I don't have time for that. I shower twice, usually once, after my workout in the morning. So I don't know what I should do. Um, tell me how that makes you feel when he says that. Well, I know he's a germaphobe in other ways, um, and I can usually accommodate for those things. And I'm a clean person in general, but that's just insane. And, um, you know, our relationships need intimacy, and I just don't have time. So it makes me feel dismissed, I guess. Yeah. Well, the question is then, why would you stay with a guy like that? Because, you know... If I were you, I would say, you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't want to ulala with me? I'm going to ulala with somebody else. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> really? Um, I feel like, I don't know, we've been together for a year, and it, I guess, kind of got a little more intense with the germaphobe stuff um, in the latter part of the year. But I everything see. else is great, and I like clean people, but it's just too much. Yeah. Well, listen, the thing is going to get worse for him. So you have to have a conversation, no unspoken. Uh, it's a year, but it's only a year. It's time to listen. Uh, twice a day. That's what I do, for instance, twice a day, one in the morning, one before I go to sleep. That's plenty. That's enough. If, if, if you feel, you know, I'm not clean enough, then I say we shouldn't be together. Plain and simple. Okay. Okay, you've got to stand your ground. No unspoken. And say what you feel. I think what I've learned doing, doing this show with you and other callers is we should really say how we feel and not hide it in the name of fear of rejection. Okay. All right, then. So have a conversation. Tell him how you feel. Let's see how he feels. 
and take it from there, all right? Thank you, Simon. Anytime. You have a good night. You too. Coming up, um, we're going to help Luna because um, she's with a guy who's a bit of a two-minute man, if you know what I mean. But we'll explain that next. So I got this interesting Facebook message from Luna, and it can happen. She goes, Bonjour, Simon. My new guy is too quick in the ooh-la-la department. We barely get started, and he's done a couple minutes later. I feel unfulfilled, and I need more. How can I talk to him about it without offending him? That's a good question. How can you tell a man to be a little more slow and take his time in the ooh-la-la department? I'll tell you that next. Have you ever been with a partner that was a two-minute man? I don't have to explain. You know what that means. Anyway, uh, what can you do about it? And that's the question Luna asked me. Well, listen, uh, unsatisfying ooh is a great source of resentment and the end of a relationship, a marriage, or partnership. So when next time there's ooh-la-la, just say, take your time. Start to say those things. Take your time, honey. And sometimes it's first time two minutes, and an hour later maybe it's five or ten and so on. And then the other thing to do if he doesn't get the message is to uh, have a conversation about it. It's not embarrassing. It's something, you know, some man may, may have, and, and uh, you have to go see a therapist, I guess, or, you know, and he can work on it. Why? Because especially when this stage, you know, for Luna, it's just a guy that she met, and this is, you know, there's no marriage engagement or why would you stay with a man who doesn't make you very happy in the ulala department life is too short to have bad ulala i've been saying it for years it's better to have no ulala than bad ulala that's my take i hope that helps you call the next bonjour justine bonjour Simon. what's going on how can i help you tonight Paul, I've been dating um, my boyfriend for almost 11 months, and when I brought uh-huh. up the holidays, which are coming up, um, he kind of just quietly changed the subject. I'm wondering, is this a red flag? I feel like at close to a year, um, if you've been seeing someone, that's kind of when you spend the holidays together, you meet families, things like that. Yeah. Should I be worried? But are you? Are you feeling worried? Well, I... Mm-hmm. It just something doesn't seem. I guess I, I was looking forward to yes. I was I'm looking forward to us spending holidays together, but I also don't want to force it. You know, if the other yeah. person isn't ready, so. Okay, when he not really answered the question, how did that make you feel? Well, I noticed it. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> so right. I was a little dismissed by it. Well, I understand. Uh, well, listen. Uh, have a wonderful conversation about it to break the unspoken otherwise you resent him you need to know if he feels like this way or this way towards the holidays with you or not what's his plan and this should happen in the next couple of days after dinner because by the way most guys are in a better mood after dinner so (laughs) if you want to yeah because you know like we get hungry and then grumpy (laughs) and then you say listen I gotta ask you the question and I need a clear answer and then you ask him how does that make you feel and then wait for his answer, okay? Okay. Thank you so much. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you. Coming up, uh, we're going to go to Kaya's voicemail about her boyfriend who did something she's not so sure about. Next. 
So, Kaya left me an interesting voicemail. Take a listen. Hi, this is Kaya. Um, I've been dating my current boyfriend for about two months now. And um, he finally decided to take me around his friends. And uh, his friends are really nice. I like them and everything. But when he first introduced me to his friends, he introduced me as his friend and not his girlfriend. And I thought that was really weird. And, um, I mean, we had a good time while we were hanging out. Everybody treated me so great. And, you know, you know, we actually have hung out more after that. But that still doesn't sit well with me. And I kind of want to bring it up. And I just don't know how or if I should. So what should I do in this situation? Yeah, it's a good question, Kaya. What should you do if your boyfriend introduce you as his friend? I'll tell you that next. What should you do if, like Kaya, you are dating somebody and, and you, you, you meet his, their friends and they introduce you as a friend instead of partner, girlfriend, boyfriend? Well, I tell you what, I would not like it. And this is, the truth came out. Unless somebody introduces you as a significant other, my other half, my heart, my sweetheart, my boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, husband, wife, and just as a friend, well, you know how they feel about you. So if that's the case, you've got to decide why would you stay with somebody who um, still wants to ulala with you but doesn't want to introduce you as a partner. That's, by the way, their right, but it's also your right to not stay in that relationship and say, hasta la vista, I'm looking for somebody who wants to be with me proudly in a relationship, not just friend with benefits. So check it out and decide what's best for you. Calls are next. Bonjour, Gia. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Gia. So uh, I understand you have a romantic story to share with me tonight on air. I'm all ears. Yes. So um, a few years ago, you know, before me and my husband were married and we were dating, you know, he mm -hmm. told me he just wanted to bring me up to uh, Pennsylvania to see his parents. You know, it wasn't going to be an exciting weekend, you know, really just family stuff. Um, yep. But when we got there, I was like, this isn't our parents. This isn't your parents' place. He went to this beautiful resort in the Poconos. Um, it was so romantic. And when we got into it, we, he ordered, uh, he reserved this, like, beautiful suite. Uh, he had it decked out with my favorite flowers, which are lilies, um, with champagne and strawberries. Uh, and he had, like, our song playing. Uh, <laughs> he, he really went above and beyond like what i thought was going to be just like a very mundane weekend turned out to be so magical i fell even more in love with him at that point yeah i was going to ask how did that make you feel oh i you know i just it, i think that was part really you know i think it was when i really knew i wanted to marry him that he you know he was so thoughtful and so precise you know he really thought of what i would like and he wanted to surprise me and we really just got to be with each other, you know, you know, it was a, just, it was it. amazing, you know, I just, I have nothing but fond memories of that time together, and still, you know, we still look back at that. I, I love that. Listen, that's why I love listening to your story, because when a caller like you shares such a positive, loving, sweet moment in life, it helps everybody, I mean, especially in this time, to hear such wonderful stories. Thank you so much for calling Gia, and have a good night. Last question of the night for the single people. Would you like to be in a relationship? We'll talk about that next. 
So that's a question for the single people, right? So would you like to be in a relationship? I posted that on my social media at Monibu Radio. 82% of the single people voted yes, I would like to be in a relationship. Interestingly, 18% of the single people who listen to this show and go and follow me on, on my social media said, no, I don't want to be in a relationship. Interesting. Uh, listen, 82% shows kind of where everybody leads. And the 18%, I suspect, have had enough. I get that too. Thank you for voting. Merci beaucoup. And thank you for spending this late night with me. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.